Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Sarah Shalala. New South Wales has fully vaccinated 70% of its residents. It triggers the easing of some restrictions for fully vaccinated people next week. After 15 weeks in lockdown, State Premier Dominic Perrottet congratulated residents in a Facebook post last night. Meanwhile, the ACT has become the first jurisdiction in the country to pass the 95% first dose mark for people aged 12 years and over. Health officials remain concerned about vaccination rates in Western Australia and Queensland, the only states yet to reach 50% double-dose vaccination. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet has announced changes to the state's plan to ease COVID-19 restrictions. From Monday, fully vaccinated people will have additional freedoms with the home visit limit rising to 10 adults and outdoor gatherings now up to 30 adults. Indoor pools will be reopened and weddings and funerals will be allowed up to 100 people. At 80%, office workers will no longer be required to wear a mask indoors. It comes as the state records 587 new COVID-19 cases. Mr Perrottet says the decisions were made in consultation with Chief Health Officer Dr Kerry Chant, who was not being present for the announcement. Are these changes today are measured, sensible um, and ensure that we open up in a very safe way? Uh, we discussed, I met yesterday uh, for some time uh, with Dr Chant and with uh, Minister Hazard. We ran through a whole range of issues. It's also an economic crisis as well. And as, and as the new Premier, well, it, 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 we're the elected officials and styles might be different and changes get made. The return to school has also been brought forward with students back in classrooms from October 25th. Kindergarten, Year 1 and Year 12 students will still return from October 18. Deputy Premier Paul Toole says regional travel won't resume until New South Wales reaches 80% double-dose vaccination. Oberon and the snowy Monaro, as well as people in Menendee and Sunset Strip in the central Darling Shire, will have stay-at-home orders extended until Monday. Victoria has recorded more than 1,600 new local COVID-19 cases, which is slightly less than the state's previous peak of over 1,700. Another two deaths were recorded, bringing the total toll of this outbreak to 70. Officials say the state still hasn't reached its expected daily peak of new infections. The turning point is expected later in the month. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg says tightening lending rules for Australian buyers is a sensible decision as low interest rates drive a dramatic rise in house prices. The Australian Prudential Regulation Authority has told the banks it wants them to assess new borrowers' ability to meet their loan repayments at an interest rate at least three percentage points above the loan product rate they are applying for. Mr Frydenberg says it's seeking to prevent risk emerging in the housing market. The United Nations says Afghanistan is in a dire economic situation 
and a humanitarian crisis is imminent. UN officials say a multi-million dollar appeal launched in September to assist more than 10 million vulnerable Afghans is less than 40% funded. The UN also says nearly half of the population, more than 18 million people, require aid assistance to survive, while conflict and insecurity have displaced more than 3.5 million people. Mary Ellen McGrawty from the UN's World Food Programme says more needs to be done. The destitution, the devastation uh, that's wrecking this country is it, it, it just unfolding before our eyes. Um, and I just urge, urge the international community, uh, you know, to provide the resources that we need now to mount a large, large-scale operation. Um, and we're in a race against time at this stage. To sport now and in the tennis, world number four Alexander Zverev has welcomed an ATP investigation into allegations of domestic abuse against him, saying it is about time. Zverev is hoping the investigation will clear his name after his ex-partner Olga Sharipova alleged he had emotionally and physically abused her during their relationship. The ATP faced increasing criticism for failing to examine the allegations, with the men's governing organisation announcing on Monday it will conduct an investigation. I'm Sarah Shalala. This is SBS News in Easy English.